Welcome to Sermon Q&A. Pastor Michael here with you. I am with Pastor Craig and Pastor Alex. January 16th, 2022, each of us preach a sermon week two of our series on Jesus in an insidious world. Uh, Pastor Craig, uh, for Alex and I, this question did, has nothing to do with our sermons. Uh, we are very excited to hear you answer this. And apparently, rumor has it, this was integrated into your sermon. And it was. I would love an explanation of how the two worked. So that would be great. Well, here's the question. Oh, the question. Yeah, the question is nobody knows because when right. they clicked on it, they didn't read it. Okay. Uh, is The Matrix, the movie, about Jesus? Okay. Simple answer. No. All right, okay, let's, okay. let's go. However, however okay. the analogies in Matrix, the first one, yeah. are unmistakable. Mm. Uh, the second one, the third one, this newest one, Resurrections, no good. Just, uh, just throw them out. Plus the toy. Yeah, it's no good. <laughs> money makers, right? Sure. The first one did so well, they needed to make more cash. But the first one, somebody did their homework. Mm -hmm. And the reason <clears throat> why I use Matrix in the message is because um, of of the the birth that that we experience, this new birth, this new life that we come to through Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. and uh, so my mind goes immediately to this movie called The Matrix. If you've never seen it, uh, the uh, without any spoilers, because you should watch it. Everybody, everyone should watch this uh, because and then Harry Potter, <laughs> and then Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you have to watch the Matrix. That. <laughs> Neo, the main character, whose name is Mr. Anderson, changed to Neo because he's living in this computer-generated world. He doesn't know it. He, like everyone else on the planet, is living in this computer-generated world, world yeah. right? The dream world. What Elon Musk thinks our world is. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a good example. Yeah. A good example. Yeah. And it would make sense because our bodies are being used as batteries to power this, the world, this computer world, yeah. right? right. Mm -hmm. So it would make sense that Elon Musk would believe that. But however, um, what happens in the movie is there's a few people who have been uh, brought out of this dream world, out of this world, and they get to experience the world as it really is. Mm. Now, that's a good analogy. I'm going to give it, it to you. Pretty, I didn't know where you were going to go. With it, it only gets better from there. <laughs> oh, wow. Because as uh, as the characters come to life in the movie, you begin to see how many of them have biblical uh, biblical mm. parts to play. Roles, yeah, yeah. Uh, and everything in there. I mean, you could look at this and you could say to yourself, no, come on, this movie has nothing to do with, with biblical things. The number on the first door you see is 303. Mm. Neo, the main character, plays the, the role of the Messiah, the mm. zero, that has not come to life yet. Mm. But there is other characters that are already alive. Trinity, Trinity. is one of the main yeah. characters. Mm. Morpheus plays yeah. the role of John, John the Baptist. The Baptist right. um, he talks the about bad, the one who is coming, right? Yeah, The one who is coming, yeah. yeah. Uh, then you've got Cypher, Lucifer, yeah. the bad guy, mm. Cypher. Betrays um, everybody, right? Betrays yeah. everyone. Uh, in fact, Lucifer, or sorry, Cypher, at one key scene, he says he wants to be plugged back back in because the real world is too desolate and destructive right. and depressing. Right. He doesn't want to be there anymore. And he says, he says, you know what? Just put me back in. I want to be somebody important like an actor. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to be plugged back in. And he says, I don't want to remember nothing. Right. nothing. And he's eating this juicy yeah. piece of steak. And he says, you know, after having knowledge of what I've left behind in the real world, I have one thing to say. Ignorance is bliss. Mm. All about everything about Cypher. And Luc Luc he wants to be fooled. Yeah, right. He does. Lucifer, he looks at, or Cypher, he looks at Trinity. And when Trinity brings Neo breakfast after Neo goes through the rebirth process, she brings him breakfast and, and uh, Cypher says, I don't remember you ever bringing me breakfast. Mm. You know, just something Casting that Lucifer doubt, would say. Like, right, yeah, he's creating division. Totally. Right, yeah. 
Um, the ship that they're on is called the Nebuchadnezzar. And if you look that up in the, in the original language, it means last bastion of hope. Mm-hmm. And if you look at it on the plaque, when, when Neo's being showed around this new ship on the plaque, there is a, a plaque there and it has, I wrote it down to make sure that I have it right. Oh, maybe I didn't. Darn it. It's the, Mark 331 or something like that. Yes. Right? Mark 311, 311 on the plaque. It actually says M-A-R-K and then one, one, one dot, whatever. But if you look it up, Roman numerals, if you look it up in the Bible, it says, and whenever the unclean spirits saw him, they fell down before him and cried out saying, you are the son of God. Hmm. They picked that plaque and it just zips by real quickly, but they pick it. The hotel that they get back and forth is called the heart of the city hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, The, the names, John the Baptist is, is pictured. um, uh, And when, when uh, Neo makes the crossover, you know, he opens the door in the car and it's just pouring rain, which is a great picture of baptism, baptism right? Yeah. His crossover. Um, and then and then at the end, uh, Neo ascends to heaven. You know, he flies away, which is another picture oh, of Jesus okay. Christ. And, and, uh, well, wait, no, but, wait, no, no. The, you've got the red pill and the blue pill. Which right. pill do you have to take to get out of the dream world? Right. The, red the red pill. One. The one that looks like blood. The right. one that yeah. looks like blood. Yeah. yeah. Did you say all that in the sermon? No. I got to listen to it. <laughs> no, I didn't say all that in the sermon, but it's yeah. it's all there. Right. And then so wait, ultimately, you got to do the ending. The yeah, ending the biggest is part, the most significant. The biggest part, part is Neo. Wait, I I saw this decade, two decades ago. Yeah. Are you going to spoil the ending for me right now? Um, yeah, maybe yeah. I shouldn't say. Oh this. man, because now I have it's to go back okay and to watch do, it. Yeah, it's well, been out for a long. Okay, all right. Time. So, so so Neo uh, dies and comes back to life, and when he comes back to life, mm. death has no more power over him. That reminds me of something. Yeah, it reminds me of the gospel. Yeah, right. So, uh, so is the Matrix about Jesus? No, but the analogies in it are unmistakable. Mm -hmm. And so, I I love it. And when you watch, I've watched it several times, and every time I watch it, there's always something new there. Some gospel here, some picture picture of the gospel in it. And if if Harry Potter has any kind of redemption story in it, the Matrix just blows it away out, wow. out, of, out of the water. Wow, them's fighting words. The gauntlet thrown down. <laughs> I know. Wow. Let me with, you, with that, this podcast is over. Let me give you. Let me give you one verse. <laughs> one verse. Um, I love Ephesians two one uh, Ephesians two one and two, and then in verse four and five, these verses again have nothing to do with the Matrix. But in our in our conversation about Jesus bringing life into a world of death. Mm-hmm. My mind goes to the matrix, but mm-hmm. it also goes to Ephesians 2. That's and here's good. what Ephesians 2 says. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, mm-hmm. following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Mm-hmm. But God, mm-hmm. being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when you were dead mm-hmm. in your trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. So it is by grace you have been saved. Mm. That is a great, that is the message of the life giver bringing life to a world of death. Amen. Well, I think the takeaway is take the red pill and I want to (laughs) thank you. Craig, that was, that was excellent. I am intrigued and inspired. I'm going to go watch the movie now. (laughs) There you go. I am, um, I won't read the books, but I will read, I'll watch the movie. So uh, thank you for joining us. We have plenty more to come and uh, more antics on Sermon Q and A.